If you look around, there are so many ways to make a difference. At Capella University, our FlexPath format gives you a different way to earn your degree. Take courses at your speed. Move on whenever you're ready. Education should fit your life. Learn more at capella.edu. ExoNation, our guest this hour is the author of The Smiling Ranger. And I'm talking about our guest this hour, Colonel Denny Gillum. He has retired from the U.S. Army. His website is www.frontlinesoffreedom.com. And he also does a radio show called Frontlines of Freedom. Uh, visit his website for all the details. And you know, a lot of people these days, Colonel, are saying that you know, they're tired of Big Brother watching them. Big Brother has too much information. Big Brother knows too much. Big Brother is tracking them. And you know what I say, Colonel? If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. It's when I hear these people yelling that their freedoms are being approached on. They're the people I get suspicious about. My son is a police officer, and he says exactly the same thing. I'm a former police officer myself. That's why I say those things. (laughs) (laughs) It runs in the blood, I guess. It does. Uh, You know, I, I... I do get concerned about Big Brother watching. Mm-hmm. Having said that, uh, that's concerned is one thing. Uh, irate and upset about it is quite another thing. Yeah, you know, like it's just when, like, when my wife and I go to the United States and we, t- you know, we drive down to Miami, we take a cruise, we come back up. You come up to the border, and the border agent will ask you questions. Just be honest with them, you know, like. It's that, is it, it is that simple. It's just like when a police officer pulls you over. Don't come up with excuses. Don't try and bullcrap your way out. It's not going to work. Just be honest. And when I see what is going on with these with these uh, these riots that we've seen on television, these grassroots organizations that are sprouting up and they're protesting this, they're protesting that. And when the when the president signed his signed his executive order about the travel ban three weeks ago, you know you, you had people protesting in front of the airports. You had people protesting on the streets. What am I missing, sir? Is it because I'm a Canadian that I don't understand that? Wait a minute, the president is trying to protect the country. What is wrong with that? Or am I am, am I just looking at it way too simplistically? To me, what we're experiencing is unleashed hatred. Uh, I have found a number of people, and by the way, I teach at the local community college, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm in the, that environment. I, part, I teach part-time. Uh, there are people who just hate. They don't dislike. They don't disagree. They just hate, and they've got to go out there and I have nothing wrong with protesting. You want to get out and protest? Sure. I spent my life defending your right to do that. Exactly. Peacefully. Mm-hmm. But when the name-calling and the bitterness and the burning and the violence, and when you... <laughs> the most recent uh, picture that I saw of a big protest area was they were protesting about the environment, and you looked at the ground they left behind it. They left it covered <laughs> eight feet deep in trash. Uh, you know, and... I I can't imagine being filled that with that much hatred. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate anybody that I'm aware of right now. Uh, I 
have been accused of hating people. Well, you're a Christian, so you must hate gays. No, I really don't. And you must, you know, and you're white, so you must hate blacks. Uh, no, I really don't. And uh, what is wrong with being a Christian? I'm a proud Christian. Like, you know, it seems it seems as if these religions have turned into social social law clubs. And not not everybody thinks that way, but you know, when you when you have the different little pockets that are being, uh, well, it's a name calling. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, you and I might disagree on some things, and mm-hmm. we might even know what they are. Yeah, but we don't have to dwell on them. Exactly. And, and I don't have to hate you because we're different. Uh, we can just. Matter of fact, we can say the fact that we see things differently is one of the healthy things about our relationship and our nation Mm -hmm. is that we do have different perspectives and different things. But when, uh, if I don't like you, I don't attack your position. If if we're running against, you know, I think you shouldn't stand for Proposition A, and you do, and that's bad. Okay. But when I call you names, when I attack your humanity, Mm -hmm. that's a whole, then... If we're both in Congress together, how do we sit down and actually negotiate? Once I've insulted you and attacked your humanity, and maybe attacked your family, how how do you, how does that work? Uh, it's this hatred that's flowing, and I don't understand it. But where uh, is this? Where is this maybe hatred? I've never experienced. It. I'm not a hater. Yeah. Where uh, where is this hatred being brewed? What is causing all this hatred? That's a good question, and the only the only answer I can come up with is that it's it's been there, but hasn't been unleashed before. Uh, that's the only guess that I can I can come up with, and and it manifests in violence and all kinds of things. That who stands for that? Uh, you know, I to me it's it's one of the most unhuman, uh, nasty, certainly un-American, un civilized things people can do uh go get violent tear things up leave trash all over the place uh destroy cars and block freeways and stuff like that i'm afraid that if somebody stopped tried to block me in a freeway by standing in front of me uh they would get run over uh probably at about two miles an hour so they'd have a chance to get out (laughs) of the way if they wanted to but that just is unacceptable behavior to me uh that's not what i'm what freedom's about let me ask. Let me ask you this: You you have a radio show. I yep. I do radio. I know a lot of people in the media, and I have to ask you this as, as a fellow member of the media: What the hell is going on wrong with the media these days? Like I have never seen so much hate and and anti political reporting as as I do these days on, on what is supposed to be mainstream media. You know, I have had bad experiences with mainstream media since 1965 when I was a second lieutenant in Vietnam and saw mainstream media doing bizarre, stupid things just so they could maybe win a Pulitzer Prize or something like that. Uh, So I have had problems with the mainstream media basically all of my adult life. Uh, But there, there seems to be no interest in objectivity. There seems to be no interest in we report the facts, you make the decisions, which was the original idea between, behind media, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. That was what I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, and if, yes, there's, you know, if you use newspapers, here's the editorial page, here's where I pour, I'm the owner, I pour out all my opinions, and let everybody pour, the, the rest of the page should be facts. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not that way anymore, 
No, I you can't find a page that isn't loaded with opinions, mostly unsubstantiated. And certainly, TV is like that. I think radio does a little better job, but maybe that's just because I'm biased. Uh, but TV, I don't watch TV much anymore. I just get annoyed. I just get. I don't need frustration. But it, it's horrible, and it, it's it's I. Yeah. I'm at a loss for words. Based on <laughs> I can't ba- describe it. it's just horrible. Based on your experience as a as a member of the military, lieutenant colonel, looking at the world today, obviously, sir, you've done many things right. You have a son who's in law enforcement. Uh, you served your country. You put your life on the line for the people who who enjoy respect and love their country. And I think that they are the vast majority. But it's a squeaky wheel that gets the oil and that gets the media's attention. I've said many of times, don't cover it. Don't cover these little protests, these little uh, things. They'll die down as long as you point a camera at them. What you're doing is you're adding oil to the fire. Yes, and when I watch CNN, man, I don't, I don't know how these guys are still on air. Uh, Goodness gracious, it, it, I, I quite agree. It's in MSNBC, I mean, yeah. it, I mean, they've been caught making up news so many times, but yet they're still on the air. And yet, the president is the president is so right when he calls it fake news. Yes, and so, you know, so where do, where it, do you, it, 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 it bothers me that what I hate is is there. You know, the, this fake news, this uh, I'm selling something, I'm selling yeah. an idea, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stir people up. I'm not reporting news. I'm making no pretense at reporting news or facts or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm just here to stir the pot and make people angry in a direction that I want them to be angry. You That's know, so outrageous that I... I In 1956, when television first started in Montreal, where I grew up, there were two channels. One English channel, one French channel. Then there was a second French channel and a second English channel. Right now, there are over 356 channels that are available to people via cable. I believe that the biggest problem is, is that there are way too many channels. And that there is the fight for the almighty advertising dollar that is, that is just going crazy within the media. And they will do anything they can to get those numbers in order to get the advertising dollar. And it, to me, this is wrong. They're no different than pimps right now when it comes to, to misleading the, the public by any way they can in order to get the public's attention. How do you see it, sir? I regret to say that I see it exactly the same way you do. I wish that that weren't true. I wish I could tell you that I disagreed with you. But pimping is probably the best word I can think of. Uh, they're chasing the buck. They're, yeah. They don't seem to have any values, no, no set of values except change, chasing the almighty dollar. Uh, I'm horrified by it. I'm disgusted by it. I'm not sure how to fix it. Uh, you know, so obviously newspapers are slowly dying, and 
TV news doesn't have any credibility anymore, but people still watch it. Uh, I don't know how to fix it, but wow, does it need fixing? It's it's a horrible, horrible. What it's doing to our society, it's destroying attitudes. The kids are growing up thinking this is a normal way yeah. to treat people, to report news, to act. To this, it's it's scary. A friend of mine is in the media, and he says, "Hey, Rob, if it don't bleed, it don't lead." You know, if it bleeds, it leads. That's yeah. how I grew up yeah. when I started my media training. Uh, we want bad news. You can report a young child who had a hundred things going against him, who uh, overcame all kinds of handicaps and won a chess tournament, and you report that, and I report a, a bloody accident, and I'm gonna my my story's gonna be on the front page. Yours is going to be on the back page under the mayonnaise advertisement, uh, and it's because we, the people, don't don't want the good news. We won't. We'd rather watch the blood and guts. But is it the we, the people, that don't want it, or is it we, the people with the money, that make the decisions want it? Ooh, I think you just may have hit something. That, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Stand by, Colonel. We've got to take our final break. Great having you, you with us. Congratulations on your show, and uh, we'll have to give you a listen. Exonation, Colonel Denny Gillum is our guest. www.frontlinesoffreedom.com is his website. His book, The Smiling Ranger, is available on Amazon, and the Colonel and I will be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. <laughs> 